Welcome to 10 Minute Topics. We're your hosts, 220 Coaching, Shauna, Neil. And we have a very interesting topic today, blaming on the alcohol. What we want to do is, quick and briefly, take about 10 minutes to introduce this topic, talk about the pros and the cons and the things that go into having serious conversations or having conflict when alcohol is involved. I like to pitch it to my co-host, my beautiful wife, Shauna so that she can get us started, walk us through some of the things associated with miscommunication under the influence. Take it away, babe. <laughs> well, you and I, we speak about this a lot when we talk to different couples. And a lot of times when we engage with couples, a lot of the conflict normally results after a night of drinking. We just recently watched a program where, um, I won't advertise the program, but we watched a dating show not paying so don't (laughs) (laughs) a dating show where they there was conflict and we were able to discern and it came out that the conflict was a result of um some miscommunication that happened after a night of drinking um it was more so a lot of drinking on the on the end of the woman that was involved and the gentleman had maybe i think it was one shot right but we knew that listening to the events that happened that the alcohol played a large part in what had possibly occurred just based on our observation so a lot of times when alcohol is involved it will definitely escalate emotions and feelings and it's definitely when miscommunications occur yeah um, like 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 shauna said Sometimes people lose inhibitions when they ingest alcohol. You know, your barriers start to lower a little bit, but your threshold and your tolerance for certain things also lowers as well. So something that could be seen as a joke or something that could have been done in jest can easily be misconstrued and misinterpreted. And that's when a miscommunication comes in. And that's when sometimes tempers rise, tensions flare up, and people Mm -hmm. get into conflict. And a lot of things cannot be walked back. So what we here at 220 Coaching advise is stay away from super serious conversations if you're going to be partying. Learn how to compartmentalize. My wife and I, we party together a lot. We hang out with one another a lot. We're best (laughs) friends a whole lot. Maybe a little too much for some of y'all out there that's listening and watching right now, but we enjoy one another's company enough. But we also know that 
we're not going to engage in a super serious conversation about life. We're not going to engage about bills or anything that has to do with us maintaining our household while we're under the influence and while we are having a night of partying because nine times out of 10, it's probably going to go left. Would you agree with me, babe, or, or would you want to add a little more to that? Oh, definitely. I mean, and not just for conversations with couples that are married, just even, I mean, I know a lot of times, you know, growing up and in that dating hemisphere, not even just growing up and being teenagers or college students, but adult women too. We go through our drunk text phase and our drunk phone call phase. And it's just the time that, yeah, exactly. (laughs) I know when we dated in college, you received a lot of those from me. Um, I mean, we've all been there. You just feel like you kind of you get a little bit, bit, bit bold and you want to kind of get your stuff off. And, you know, alcohol can be a little bit of courage juice and, you know, emotions get to flaring and you just want to get your stuff off. But you always want to have that little bit of discernment. Um, we always talk about our audience. Our audience typically is, or our clients rather, are 30 and above, a mature 30 and above, you know, our age group you know, mid thirties and 40 and above. (laughs) So, you know, we're of a certain age, a certain level of maturity where we have to have a little bit more discernment when we deal with communication issues. And we have to take a step back and say, what is the goal of this communication? What am I seeking when I send this text message? What will be the result? once I send, send it and what will happen tomorrow when I have to deal with the result. Because late night when you're out and you're feeling a kind of way and you send it out, yeah, you may get your stuff off, but what's going, what's going to happen the next day? Is it like going to wife, have its intended result? We live in an age where everything you put out into the cyberverse is still there. You can try to scrub it, yeah. delete it, get it erased, it still exists in some capacity. Not like when we grew up in the not so distant past where you make a telephone call, (laughs) say some things that may be misconstrued and then you're able to kind of walk them back and unpack them via conversation. Now there's a text, there's a DM, there are emails, there are um, IG posts, there are memes, all these different mediums where you can leave these messages that have the capacity to live forever and not only is the person at the uh, the intended audience that the message is for, they don't they get a chance to see it, but also unintended people get a chance to read it and interpret it and put their spin on it. So you have something that was intended for one person now going to one thousand people or ten thousand people, and everybody has an opinion about it. So this person, this interaction that should have been between two parties, is now two parties with the ten thousand seat arena watching these two people do this dance and have this conversation and interaction based on alcohol. And honey, how grateful are we for that? Like, thank God for expungement of records. I mean, my goodness. Uh, <sighs> we had social media when I was when I was in college and in high school. <laughs> Ooh, bad, buddy, bad. it'd be it's pretty, bad. pretty bad. So yeah. yeah, definitely you make a great point. You know, we're talking about text messages. I didn't even you know, talk about what goes on alive or what goes on Instagram or what goes on TikTok when you're mad at your significant other or your boyfriend and what's screen capped. 
you know, those things can come to bite yeah. you, not only with your partner, but professionally, you know, um, academically, you know, schools, if you're in school, if you're, you know, um, pursuing, you know, higher education and higher level degrees, it's just certain things that you just don't want out there. So I think the, um, what's the timestamp, honey? Oh, we're at 2.45. Oh, what, 2.45? Left. Oh, okay, only 2.45. Oh, wow, that goes by quickly. I think to summarize, it's it's good to just have discernment when drinking. Um, And in all instances, even when not drinking, some... (laughs) sometimes just in the in the fit of any type of anger but we do know that um any type of external you know um substance whether you drink or you engage in other you know now legal activities you know in different states (laughs) for medicinal reasons you know you just want to be very careful about how you approach um your communication with your significant other or those that you love, you want to have a clear head when you address issues, you want to approach, you know, any type of conflict or issues that you discuss that can be ones that result in conflict with a result in mind. And when you think about how you step to the table with that issue, think about your approach and what is your intended result. So a lot of times, if it's something that, you know, you want to discuss with your significant other, you think, is this the right time? And am I going to get the result that I want if I approach this topic at that time? So you think about what your what your sense of self is, what your presence is, what your mindfulness is at the time, and what that is of your partner. And normally, if you're drinking, if they're drinking, it's just not the time to talk about a conflicting issue. I completely agree with you, baby. And if we can throw an acronym out there, just, just a little mnemonic device that you can use. What I'm doing with this glass right now, when I'm talking, engaging, it sits. So put this in your head. My glass sits, which means save it till sober. Do not engage <laughs> while you're under the influence. Bad, bad, extra bad. Save it till sober. Glasses sits. Your glass sits. Save it till sober. If you don't take just anything come, away, just come from up with that at the top of your head. Mm-hmm. I'm like DJ Run. I just made this you up know, last that's night. That's the Please. lyricist in you. That's what I like about you because you're so cute. Rap, you're so rap, rap. No, no, thank you, Mama. <laughs> Inspiration. Yes. I love it. I love you. Two twenty coaching. I love you. Ten minutes on us. Blame it on the alcohol but don't blame it on miscommunication. So be good out there, people. We'll see you guys next week. Yes, be good to one another. I think that um, the audio is going to be horrible. I don't. Um, I think it's, I think we're going to have to mute one another being this close. Okay, well, we'll try it, babe. Yeah, I think... uh...